What is up, everyone? Welcome to the fifth event that I've done this week, I think, of, uh, of E3 2017 previews. I'm your host, Brad, joined by Carrie. Hey. And Carrie's, of course, here because we are going to be talking about the Nintendo spotlight that happened earlier today at noontime. Um, Nintendo was in an interesting position, I thought, this uh, this E3, because they just had to make sure that people were assuaded that yeah. <laughs> their decision to buy a Switch was worthwhile. They were coming in very much a blank slate simply because of the fact that they very much, you know, they debuted the Switch, they they had their thing back in J- January, mm. I guess it was, where they talked about, you know, here's the stuff coming out, you know, basically during the release window and then a little bit into the summer, and then they talked very briefly about Mario Odyssey, and that was kind of it. Um, and then all the stuff they talked about at last year's E3 has come out so they the only thing that we really knew about coming into this year's presentation was mario odyssey Mm -hmm. um and everything else was kind of like fun and new and it was all switch stuff there wasn't anything there that was for the 3ds it's funny because i typically d3 i want to see mostly stuff that's coming out this year mm-hmm. but nintendo's i not only want to see something coming out this year i wanted to see a little bit of the roadmap for 2018 right. that was important to me as well right um so, and we got that yeah we did, we did we did definitely get that for sure um so let's talk about it a little bit um i mean what do you want to start with because you're definitely the i mean one like i feel like we book. have to start with the big one which was the announcement that metroid prime 4 is in development you know is that the big one from this yeah, yeah obviously. So? Obviously, as far as as far as announcements, you know, it's nice to get, you know, a full gameplay trailer of Mario Odyssey, which we'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like the the big one, particularly because it's been f- 5 years since we last had a new Metroid game. I'm not I'm not even going to count I'm not talking Federation. No, I'm not counting Federation. I'm not even going to count other M. It's been 10 years since we've had a new Metroid game. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's been a decade since Metroid Prime 3 came out. So... (laughs) The the announcement that a new one is is in development, I think... um, I think it goes a long way. I I think it, it goes a long way to sort of soothe the Metroid fandom a little bit, which has gotten, like, increasingly (laughs) angry over the last couple of years where there hasn't really been any new Metroid content. Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, we didn't see anything. It was just, here's Here's a logo. logo. (laughs) (laughs) Now in development. But, you know, the thing is, that's for for Metroid. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah, that's enough. Um, Now, hopefully it doesn't take three years to right. come out. But. The thing is, I feel like they wouldn't have bothered announcing it if they didn't think they could get it done by the end of 2018 or early 2019. Um, now, of course, the other thing for Metroid fans is, hey, 2D Metroid on the way as Boy, well. That, let me tell you something. I have... This is probably the first moment in my life <laughs> that I'm upset that I don't own a 3DS. Well, Because really. that this game is... It looks really good. I like me some Metroid Boy. I'm telling you. <laughs> I've never been a huge fan of 2D Metroid games because I'm not very good at them. Um, I like the lore of Metroid. You never really played the... Um, well, I, I, I know that you were always behind console-wise, but you never really played like Super Metroid or the original or anything like that? Really? Not through. Like, I've played bits and pieces of them, but that's just not a gameplay style I've ever been. Zero, Zero Mission is probably my favorite Metroid game. 
of all of them. I've so. heard that a lot. It's really good. Now, keeping in mind that um, this 3DS Metroid game, um, Metroid Samus Returns, is a enhanced remake of uh, Metroid 2. It's okay. I mean, Me- is, Metroid 2 is a game that doesn't get enough due, I don't think so. Because it was on the Game Boy. Right. Like, so this is really cool. And this, of course, also um, a lot of people were saying, oh, this is why Met- uh, Nintendo DCM made the shit out of the people that were doing the fan game. Uh, <laughs> because uh, they were working on their own. And the this one comes out this year on the 3DS. Yes. This yeah, comes out correct. in October, something like that. Something like that. I mean, it looked pretty Done. ready to go. Yeah. yeah, but at by the time, I mean, they showed off. You know, during the treehouse presentation, they th- showed off three different areas of the game, three distinctly different areas of the game, yeah. and it looked pretty solid and not much going on there. It looks cool. Um, it's not enough to make me go out and run out and buy a 3ds or a 2ds XL just to play it. But, well, uh, but it looks I, really good. I feel like um, the the Metroid stuff showed fans like Nintendo is listening like they they know what their fans want and they are doing what they can to give the fans what they want mm-hmm. um but to get back to um the actual showcase presentation um let's talk about Mario Odyssey because that was I think the <laughs> other the other big thing today it's it's exactly what I want that game to be, honestly. Like like, and, and I'm not even just talking about like the the gameplay trailer they showed during the actual spotlight itself was was whatever. And I thought I was disappointed to find out they wouldn't show more. But then immediately afterward, they they showed a extended demo for like 20 minutes, probably. Yeah. Um, during the the Treehouse presentation, that's what I want this to be. Yeah. Like I liked Mario Galaxy. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I, I played through the first one, beat it. I played through some of the second one. Didn't really didn't really get into it that much. But I I loved I love Mario sixty four. Yes. And, and to this me, feels, this looks yeah. like Mario sixty four yeah. in terms of how it plays. Uh, tur- turns out the city ended up not being that weird. Actually, yeah, New Donk City. Uh, the thing that I love that they revealed at the Treehouse presentation is a deep cut character. Pauline is the mayor of New Donk City. I, I saw that and I knew that you <laughs> would be particularly excited. Like, so. There were a lot of sort of deep cut references to older Mario stuff. Um, one of the outfits that Mario can wear is his that pinstriped red and white outfit mm-hmm. that's his outfit from the very first Mario Golf game yes it is um a, a few other sort of like deep cut stuff from like old artwork has been brought into this game which i really like you know i like that they're sort of doing some self referential you know, random trivia sort of stuff. Well, John, Johnny points out the uh, the big new feature in this one, of course, is that Mario is apparently a necromancer who can <laughs> who can possess objects and people around him at will. Yeah. So the the big new ability is is the the hat, which allows mm. him to possess creatures and other people and T-Rexes. It was so weird to like have that big photorealistic T-Rex come stomping out and then surprise, it's the Mario trailer. Yeah, I didn't know what the like when they first showed that, I didn't know what the hell they were no. they were showing off and that turned out to be a thing. But yeah, the levels look very cool. Um and I like I like the fact that they so moons are the things that you're collecting in this game yeah. instead of stars, but I like the fact that you don't get bounced out of a world. 
Yeah. Once you collect them, you can kind of go you on the fly, keep exploring. right? Yeah. Until you beat a uh, boss character, basically. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. Like I said, this is this is the Mario game that I've been wondering if they were ever going to put out. Mario Sunshine, I hated. Really, I, I didn't care for Mario Sunshine okay. at all, and and Mario Galaxy was its own was its own beast. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking very forward to Super Mario Odyssey. Um, it's coming out October 27th, which is a little earlier than I think I was expecting. I was expecting this to be a late November, yeah, Nintendo, early December. Nintendo usually likes to capitalize on that Black Friday. Um, Not that this somehow isn't capitalizing on Black Friday, right? But they they usually like to either put it out right before, yeah, or. Or, or actually, sometimes they like to avoid the Black Friday crowd and come out like the week later. I think yeah. um, Mario Maker, I remember, came out like the week after yep. Black Friday, a couple of years back. So yeah, yeah Mario, Mario Odyssey looks looks fantastic, and yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I'm super excited. Like, I just like it. I I was so just delighted just watching <laughs> it. You know, it it just like it it the music was really good. I like the sort of plot line that they're going, which mm. is like kind of wacky, but still very quintessentially well, I Mario. Well, Mar- Bowser trying to marry Princess Peach, and right. then you have to fight his wedding planners. Yeah. Apparently, it's, it's it's very uh, it's very, it's very Mario, what I would expect, yeah. right? Um, um, I mean, let's talk about other stuff that's coming out this year, and then we can we can get wait into twenty eighteen. Um, a little bit more. We we can talk about Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Sure, because um, they did show that off a little bit. Um, right. Even though it, it got the big spotlight at the Ubisoft press conference where yeah. they brought Miyamoto out on stage to wave some to have props his, around. To have his, to have his <laughs> arm, his, me, his mega buster, him and him yeah, and Yugi Mo on stage doing that stuff. big moment on stage. Um, when, they, when the art for this first leaked, I was like, because mm, I don't really like the rabbits that much. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're like budget minions. Like, <laughs> I mean, to to be fair, they predated. Minions, I know. So I mean, that's... I know. <laughs> I know. But still. Um. But that being said, the fact that this is like a tactics game mm-hmm. immediately has me interested because I really like tactics games. Um. And having now watched some of the gameplay, I can sort of like put my ambivalence towards the rabbits it's in fun, the back it's, of my it's funny head. though cuz to me like i look at this game and it's weird like it's it's a game to me that doesn't have an audience almost because to me it would seem like if you like that hardcore um and i don't know how hardcore the gameplay is honestly but if you yeah. like if you like that tactic style battle system on a nintendo console then you would deviate probably more towards fire emblem oh, absolutely. one would think and if you want something that has like like this whimsy game that has like Mario and the Rabbids in it, I would think that the tactic gameplay might actually turn you off, turn you off, or or be a barrier of entry. It's for interesting. A lot of yeah, I feel like you know, having watched the gameplay, it's very straightforward um, as far as as how it actually works. Um, I I don't know. Like, I feel like it's going to serve as like a really good sort of entry-level tactics game. And the thing is, there isn't really, like, an entry-level tactics game out there. Mm -hmm. You know, you either get your feet held to the fire in a game like Fire Emblem or Advance Wars, or you don't play tactics. So Mm -hmm. I feel like the fact that this is branded with both Mario and Rabbids um, will help sort of go a long way to get more people and maybe a younger crowd interested in Mm -hmm. the strategy genre. I'm at least interested um, cause there wasn't anything in the gameplay where I was like, that looks stupid. You know, it looks fun. Right. I mean, the game achieves what it's setting out to do. I just don't know. 
It, it, like I said, it, to me, to me, it seems like they're going to struggle to find an audience for it. We'll see. I could be completely wrong. It also might be the beneficiary. Like this, this is a good game to release early in the Switch's life cycle mm-hmm. because there's not a lot out there that's competing for its dollars. This basically, is also true. so yeah. a lot of people that are just starved for. All right, I played Zelda. I played Mario Kart. I played Arms. I played Splatoon. I need another Switch game. This could. It, this and it's could falling be it. right in the. It's falling right it's in the period. September. August actually. August twenty right. I think is the uh, yeah the date that they uh, yeah. that they set for it. So this it, it might be successful just because of that. Um, but we will see. Yeah. We will see. Um, I'm surprised that Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is actually coming out this holiday as well. For now. <laughs> they didn't, you know, they, let's be real. You know, let's be real here. They didn't They didn't actually give us a set date. That's true. They just um, said holiday they did, 2017. They just said ho- holiday, which could easily get pushed back to early 2018. So to wait and see on that. But for mm. the time being, it is coming out this oh, year. The, ho- the holiday we met was New Year's Eve. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's coming out in the middle of January. I, I, um, have, to, I have to tell you, in this, and again, I I didn't play the first Xenoblade Chronicles. Obviously, mm-hmm. it it looks. It, it sure looks like a JRPG. It does. Like it looks very generic. It doesn't. It doesn't really. At least from my perspective, as a non Nintendo Nintendo fan, doesn't right. it doesn't really do anything to to say. Oh, you know, I, I must play this. Like sure. it doesn't have the like the characters didn't really seem that strong, and the like I said, it seemed very generic. To right. Me. Um, I thought the first Xenoblade was kind of generic. That said, I thought it was still really good, mm. um, despite the fact that I found it a little generic. I also never finished it. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but see, like, like I'm, I'm much more excited, for example, that like Undertale is coming to, to PS4, which is a game that I didn't get a chance to play. That seems much sure, more. Sure, but that's up my, you know that's a five dollar game on Steam. Like correct, yeah, it's it's, know, it's, it's, it's why, not a direct comparison. Uh, but. Um, but no, I. I found it interesting um, that Xenoblade managed to be the only major JRPG that got really any time at E3 this year, because none of the other companies showed anything oh, off. Oh, contraire. Did you not see the fishing VR <laughs> minigame for Final <laughs> Fantasy Fifteen? Get that taking fishing out to the stream. <laughs> the most metal fishing trailer ever, <laughs> honestly. Um, but no, I, I it's interesting. Um, and it is, of course, the first big JRPG on the system because mm-hmm. Zelda isn't really an RPG. It's an action adventure game. No, it's not game. an RPG. Um, so that'll be cool. I'm looking forward to it. You know, for for me, that's probably not a day one purchase. Mm-hmm. But if the reviews come out and it gets reviewed on the same level that the previous two Xenoblade games got reviewed at, mm. then I'll probably end up buying it, because I thought it looks good. But I'm also sort of, you know, aligned with JRPGs in general. Okay. It's a genre I really enjoy. So so Rocket League also coming in Switch, that's something that just makes sense to do. Yeah. Um, they are enabling cross-play across, Which is super cool. yeah, across every platform except for PS4, because apparently Sony won't give the Whatever. The same reason that Minecraft is doing the same thing as yeah. well. So. Uh, this is actually super cool. Uh, my husband plays a lot of Rocket League on mm. PC, so I'm actually excited that I will be able to play with him via my Switch. Okay. That, that, I mean, that, that that part is very cool. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Um, the only other thing they announced that was coming out this year um, is the Zelda DLC, which they detailed the first pack. Sure, yeah, they went into a lot of detail in the first pack as far as, you know, sort of the the challenges and sort of like a, like a boss rush almost, it, mm. it looks like, and then the hero's path and new armor and new 
weapons and this, that, and the other. Um, the Tingle outfit made me laugh a lot. <laughs> I know. I, I saw that, too, and I figured that everybody would have something to uh, say about yeah, that, for uh, sure. It's really funny. Um, but, yeah, you know, I... I'm much, like like the first one seem the first pack seems very cookie cutter and it's not a bad thing like I actually kind of like the path yeah. feature on the map and that could be used in interesting ways. I think the second one which they teased um which has something to do with the four different champions. That's the story DLC. Right. So that that seems a lot more interesting than uh than right. the first one that they showed off. But yeah. That's coming a little bit later on. The first one I think comes out June 30th. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's a couple weeks from now, and mm. then it's holiday season for the the second story right. pack. So um, that was it for 2017, as far as uh, not true. Oh, what else did they? Fire Emblem Warriors. Oh, that's coming out. I thought that was a 2018 game. No, okay. that's that's this fall. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Dynasty Warriors guy. Yeah, so I'm I mean, not gonna... I really enjoyed Hyrule Warriors, um, and I really like Fire Emblem, mm. except for the most well. Echoes is technically the most recent game. I really didn't like Fates. And Fates seems to have a massive presence in um, Fire Emblem Warriors. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm just, I'm, I understand because Awakening and Fates have really reinvigorated the Fire Emblem franchise in a lot of ways. Um, but I was a little disappointed to see that the characters that you're going to be able to play as are like, basically a bunch of people from Fates and Awakening and then Marth. And that's basically it. I was a little, you know, they did a ton of DLC for Hyrule Warriors, so it wouldn't surprise me if they added more characters to Mm -hmm. this as well. But I'm still just like, like you have 30 fucking years of Fire Emblem history to pick from, and this is what you're you're going I would think with a game like this, too, that you could just do a huge mashup and just put whatever characters you want yeah, in the game. It's I, not beholden to canon, obviously. Yeah, so. I just... There's there's so many other characters that are really popular with the fans as far as, you know, Roy and Hector and Lynn and Ephraim and Ike um, that could have been put into this game. Mm-hmm. And nope, they're going with basically the most recent shit and Marth. Well, until you have to pay for it later on, possibly. Yep. We'll see. So, yeah, so, so 2017. So, so before we get into 2018, um, how do you feel about 2017 the rest of the way for I feel Switch? very comfortable because, mm-hmm. you know, we've got ARMS at the end of the week. Right. Uh, which I'm, which I'm getting. Splatoon next month as well. Splatoon next month, Fire Emblem, Rocket League. Um because Rocket League is supposed to come out this holiday season. Mm-hmm. They didn't give a specific date. Mario, obviously. Um I mean, it's it's spread out enough. Like we're basically getting something almost every six weeks through the end of the year. Yeah, that's about right. And and for me personally, the only one of those games that I plan on buying is Mario, and that's all I need. Like that's that's <laughs> all I need. Like that's 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 uh, that's, the, that's fine. The only other thing that was touched on for 2017 was Pokémon Tournament DX, which I know you're not going to buy. But the other thing that um. Because they brought out Ishihara, or they did a you know a quick segment where Ishihara was like, yeah, you know, we talked about last week, Pokemon tournament, new characters, this, 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 and then he was like, by the way, <laughs> well, and now we can get into 2018. Yeah, by, well, this probably won't even be 2018. Oh, you don't think so? No, I think it will 100. percent Because I think it takes. I think it's going to take them longer to develop a Pokemon engine for the Switch. And then build a game on it. I'm I'm predicting October 2018. I'm predicting early 2019. But yeah, Ishihara was like, we're working on a core Pokemon game 
for the Switch, which I feel like they had to have recorded like yesterday just to be like, can you tell these children on social media to shut up? Because <laughs> when they announced Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon last week mm. for the 3DS, people were like, well, I don't understand why it's on the 3DS. You know what, to me, me, to me, me, me. Uh, honestly, no, but honestly, if I, if I were Nintendo, I would have held that announcement until after... Until after E3, and then done that direct next week because yeah. if, you, if you set the or expectation I would have, would first, have, would have saved it for um, like a treehouse announcement. No, but I'm saying like if you if you go if you first set the expectation that hey you're not getting Switch Pokemon this year, right? And then you announce that's true the sort Ultra ones, then you would have not gotten the reaction that yeah. you got. I think, but you know this this helped to reassure people like, hey, you're going to get this one last core Pokemon game mm-hmm. on the 3DS and then you're going to get one on the right. Switch. Right. Like, at this point, like, the Doom counter has started on the on the 3DS, I feel like. With yeah. that announcement, it's it's going to slowly... Like, you're going to you're gonna get, like, this year, you're going to get the last round of, like, big Nintendo hits mm-hmm. for the 3DS. You're going to get new Pokemon. That Metroid game. Metroid. And you're going to get um, the other thing that they talked about today was the remake of Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, mm-hmm. which we can talk about real quick now, I guess. Um, that is coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the remake of the Game Boy Advance game. From yeah, which I did 14 years ago. Which I played two hours of, I think, and then yeah. stopped. <laughs> I mean, it's good. You know, it was the first game in the Mario Luigi series. It's nice to sort of bring it forward into a new audience because you have a ton of kids who are 10, 11 years old who weren't on the planet yet when that game came out, which... Hurts my soul to say out loud. Um, <laughs> so, but, the thing that I was upset about. So, there is a new Yoshi title coming out mm-hmm. next year. Yep. Give me a proper <laughs> sequel to Super Mario World Two Yoshi's Island. That's all I'm asking for. Yoshi's Woolly World, not that game. Um, Yoshi, the Yoshi's Island game from fucking Nintendo sixty four, not that game. I want. An actual or the Yoshi's sequel. Island on 3DS. Yes, that too. Yeah, also, not, not that, that game. game. I want an actual sequel to Super Mario World 2. Nintendo, if you do it, I will buy it. I promise. I will get my friends to buy it. Yoshi's Island is the second greatest platforming game of all time. Oof. I'll fight you if you disagree. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what you say. Number one is Donkey Kong Country 2. Yoshi's Island. I fucking hate it so much. 2D 2D platformer. That being said, (laughs) like, I fucking hate Yoshi so fucking much. I hate him and his stupid green face and his stupid little shell. I can't stand Yoshi. I need him to get thrown in the dumpster where he belongs with the rest of his island people. That being said... This trailer was super fucking cute. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you never get Golden Sun 4. Never. I hope it never happens. Well, you hurt me. fortunately for you, it didn't happen today. Um, but, yeah, I you know, the cardboard aesthetic. I like all these crafty little lists. No, I think it no. looks cute. I don't want cute. I want brutally difficult <laughs> 2D platforming. With shitting of eggs and throwing of eggs and dogs to jump on and red coins and flowers and shit like that. Yeah, okay. And and crying, screaming, crying babies and God, I hate, whatnot. I hate, I 
my my experience it's probably just baby mario's fault that i hate yoshi so fucking much i hate that game is that game is phenomenal god gaston says your hate of yoshi is rational you are right Gaston. (laughs) you are correct you are correct so um but hey new yoshi 2018 i just i I like i like that cardboard it's just it's really cute and the dragon i liked it no i'm probably not gonna play you know you know it is probably because i fucking eat yoshi a a final a another proper kirby sequel as well, coming yeah. to the Switch. That that looked it looked like a regular Kirby game, and it's been a while. I feel like since we had that or a new one at least, without like a silly gimmick on it. Yes, because the closest that we got recently was Planet Robobot, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It was a good game. Still had a silly gimmick, right? Um, and then there was like Canvas Curse and Rainbow Curse and whatnot, um, which are games that would work extremely well on the Switch in handheld mode. Via the touchscreen, Kirby, um, Kirby turned into a curling stone in this. Uh, I loved that <laughs> in this oh, presentation. My God, he turned into the curling stone, and my heart was so full. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really like curling, um, but I like that. You know, it's a twist on his rock ability, where now he can slide while he's mm-hmm. the curling stone. Um, multiplayer was was highlighted in mm-hmm. this. What appeared mm-hmm. to be some degree of co-op uh i don't see why you wouldn't be able to just have people jump in oh yeah and do that so yeah so that looks pretty good um i was never the biggest kirby fan but i'd certainly be open to trying a very good kirby game yeah. if, uh, if one were to come out for sure yeah kirby like mainline kirby games have always just been consistently really good so yay kirby switch so They're missing his 25th anniversary a little bit they are just a little bit yeah so that was um that was what they showed during their event. They, it seems like they're going to do a couple of treehouse events during the week, and I'm sure you'll get a yeah, lot more so detail for that tomorrow and then Thursday. We're we're getting stuff, so I would anticipate more minor announcements mm-hmm. for them to show off. Though I wouldn't consider Metroid: Samus Returns minor. Um, no, it's it's definitely yeah. a huge deal. Um, I mean, it's been a long time since we've gotten a real 2D Metroid game. I'm not counting Metroid Other M, because why would you? Yeah. So we'll see. So uh, we're gonna give our final thoughts. Then we will go to you guys in the chat and uh, and and see what you guys have to say. Um, like I said, I think Nintendo did very well with this. Obviously, not. I mean, it was over in a flash. I feel like it only lasted. It was 25 minutes. Right. It was less than a half an hour. Um, but they did what they had to do. Like I said, they showed a couple games that were coming out later this year. They showed you what was going to be down the road in 2018. They finally delivered not only one new Metroid game, but two new Metroid games, which people have been clamoring for forever. Um, the only thing I think that, that they missed was I would have expected to see some kind of, whether it was a teaser or an announcement of Smash Brothers DX, um, but something to do with Smash Brothers. Yeah. But there, but Johnny has an interesting theory as to that. He said, "Are you surprised um, that we didn't see it, or was that intentional to focus on arms and poke and tournament?" That's a good point. I mean, you can't have too many. They, that's what they want to be their right. multiplayer focus for the summer. You know, they specifically highlighted a bunch of multiplayer games at the start of this. Mm-hmm. Those being um, Arms, Splatoon, um, Rocket League, and then a 
quick little peek at FIFA. Um, but you know, they they want they want that to be sort of like their summer multiplayer focus, and they want people who want the multiplayer experience to be driven towards those games rather than be like, mm. oh, Smash is coming. I'll talk on. I mean, I can talk on FIFA real quick too because they have announced some some details about that. So apparently, FIFA for the Switch. Um, it seems to not just be a complete throwaway um they actually almost it's as far as feature set goes mm-hmm. it seems like it's almost to what the console I'd say console you know what i mean uh, ps4, PS4 xbox, xbox one versions are um because it has ultimate team okay um it's gonna have the different career modes in it it does not have the journey though it does not it's not gonna have the single okay. player the campaign story does anyone really care that much? No, no. I mean, again, if you care that much, you're probably going to get FIFA on the other console right. anyway. Um, it's cool to see it's on a throwing mode. Now, obviously, you know, it's not using the Frostbite engine, so it's not going to look and feel nearly as good as the console version. It's still not something that I would get on the Switch ever, but it at least looks like something that if I want to... If you want to have a portable... If I want to have it on the go, it looks like at least a decent... Uh, a decent version that they put some degree of effort into it. Yes, this this was not like a hey, we're just taking the FIFA 16 PS3 engine and copy porting yeah. it and and doing what I would have expected that's, them to do. That's actually really good to hear because you know my concern obviously with EA developing sports titles for the Switch would mm-hmm. be that we would get sort of shitty throwaway you know watered down bullshit. But if they're doing you know as close to PS4 and Xbox One as they possibly can get on the I would, Switch. I was shocked that Ultimate Team was in it. Like, if, if there was one mode that I would have said there's no way in hell they would put Ultimate Team in, because who the fuck's going to play it? Right. I still don't know who the fuck's going to play Ultimate Team on the Switch, but the fact that it's there is is encouraging. They'll have yeah. the icons in there like they're going to have in the in the big versions as well. So, I mean, it's it's a good, a good job by them to not just, you know, shit out a crap port right. on, on that console. Absolutely. Um, what were your thoughts on what we saw today? I mean, I feel like they managed to pack as much into um, 25 minutes as Microsoft and Sony crammed into an hour and a half or more. Um, Microsoft especially. Yeah. I mean, it's been, and <laughs> not to get off on a tangent, I mean, the conferences this year were much, much different than we were accustomed to in years past. And Microsoft's was a very traditional E3 Extremely presentation. Extremely traditional. But it also looked quite... Dated, dated compared to what you saw from the other from the other companies. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't think Microsoft did a poor job. But that's they were extremely par for the course. I thought. Yes. Um, no, I thought you know they they managed to solidify their first party lineup for mm-hmm. the rest of the year, and then tease huge things for the next year and potentially early 2019 with. Metroid Prime 4, which, you know, again, they showed a logo and people lost their fucking minds. Like, I cannot imagine what the reaction would have been had they done a live show. Oh, it's all, it's all, (laughs) if they showed any kind of gameplay. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean if they had actually recorded it with an audience? Yeah. Oh, that would have been huge. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If, I don't like know that, if you, um, that. I think would have been the closest to like the Twilight Princess reveal. I'll show you. I'll show you when, when we're done, and, and you guys watching this can look too when we're done. Um, 
the kind of funny video put mm-hmm. up a, a minute long clip of Tim Gettys reacting. To that. <laughs> it's he's been wanting forever. It's, it's fucking hilarious. I feel like, so. you know, that's something that so many people have wanted forever for mm-hmm. 10 years now. And then, you know, even on the, on the 2D front, on the 3DS, you know, people have been really I'm, wanting I might be more excited forever. about that Metroid that I'll probably never play <laughs> than, I, than I was about Metroid Prime 4, which I will play. So, yeah. Um, and then, you know, Kirby and Yoshi, you know, I wouldn't consider either of them A-list Nintendo characters, but they're B-list. Um, oh, I would consider them to be A-list characters for sure. They're, 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 they are... I don't know that I would consider them on the level of Mario, oh, Zelda, no, no, or no. Metroid. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, fair. If, okay, that's, if, that, if you were yeah. grading on that curve, yeah. yes, that would be... I don't, yeah. know, I don't even know if Samus would be on the A- A-tier list in that case, honestly. We'll see. To be fair. Um, but yeah, you know, strong first-party games into 2018. Um, and then, you know, the the quick mention of, like, we're working on a core Pokemon for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't talk about it, but we're working on it. Like, I think I think the I think just the acknowledgement that it's happening is yeah, enough. Yeah, is enough I for, really do, for so. longtime Pokemon fans who are like, okay, well, now I can be cool with these games later this year coming out on the 3DS. Okay. Well, let's dive into the chat for a little bit. Um, Johnny asks, what did Yoshi, where did Yoshi hurt you, Carrie? Why do you, why do you hate him? In the Toys R Us at, uh, in Owings Mills when I was, um, I guess I would have had to have been like five or six years old, like whenever Yoshi's Island came out. Mm -hmm. I was in the video game aisle at that Toys R Us and they had a, like they had a Yoshi's Island cartridge. And I tried playing that game, and I was very bad at it. And <laughs> just like the the sound of Baby Mario like screaming, just like rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> and ever since, I'm just like I fucking hate Yoshi. Even though I should probably hate Baby Mario, it's just it's all that hatred was you know focused on Yoshi and Yoshi's Island specifically when I was a tiny child. So this is like 22 years ago. Mm. That's just how it's been. I've never liked Yoshi. That's that's completely irrational. I don't agree with it. Um, Johnny also says, forget Metroid Prime 4. Where is my F-Zero sequel? A fair question, Ooh, Johnny. Yeah. I don't know why they have not seen fit to release a new F-Zero game in longer than 10 Long, years. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know. Um, I feel like that and that was something people were really hoping for and a new Animal Crossing people were really hoping for. Mm. Um, those were, I think, the big two that the vast majority of Nintendo fans were like really, besides Metroid, which they got. Um, well, and, and but like you and I talked about before we went on the air, like mm-hmm. Nintendo is, because of the way they announce things now, is in the seed where if you didn't see something that you were expecting to see here at E3, you might see it, yeah, give it two, months. two weeks later yeah. if if they just want to wait till the dust clears a little bit to, for, so that that announcement can have its own, its own yeah. space, basically. So, so hey. yeah, you never know what we'll see. I don't I, I don't think we're getting an F-Zero sequel. No. Um, Gaston says, not that anyone cares, but do you think that Monster Hunter World being for every system but the Switch will lure people away? Is it for Xbox? One? It is, yeah. It will be okay. on Xbox One and I think PC. Um, now, the thing is, I believe... That the Switch is getting an exclusive Monster Hunter anyway. That's not I, Monster Hunter World. No, it's not Monster Hunter World, but it is Monster Hunter. Okay. Um, because I like they they did some sort of special edition Switch in um, Japan, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so yeah, I think it's getting a Monster Hunter. It's just not Monster Hunter World, and Monster Hunter fans will play a Monster Hunter regardless of what fucking system it's on. Okay. So, um I think guess and I think that'll be a bigger deal in Japan where 
people who didn't like. The, I'm sure there are a lot of gamers in Japan who only own like a 3ds. Because, because of, of Monster yeah. Hunter and the fact that Monster Hunter, a new Monster Hunter game will be on PS4, will might spur a lot of those folks to get on PS4 in Japan. Um, so I think there you'll see a bigger impact. I think over here in the U.S., it's not going to be yeah, it's like a big deal. I have friends who are huge Monster Hunter fans, but mm-hmm. ultimately, Monster Hunter is still very much like a niche thing here. Right. So I don't think that's going to make much of a difference. Uh, Jack says hi, Carrie. Hi, Jack. <laughs> cool. Um, and yeah, Gaston also says Monster Hunter XS is coming out for uh, for 3DS and Switch. Yeah. So there you go. So not losing it completely, I guess. No. Cool. Well, yeah, like I said, overall, I think Nintendo did a pretty good job. So I gave... Um, We'll let her grade it, because why the fuck not? I gave Sony a B plus. I gave Microsoft a B minus. Um, I'll also give Nintendo a B plus. I think that this was overly short and very much game after game after game. I was happy they didn't do any stupid Nintendo skits oh, that I they like the <laughs> are often accustomed to doing. Um, totally fine with that. But uh <laughs> but yes, it, it was good. Um and then like I said, the the game the the unexpected stuff that they showed. So yeah. uh Metroid Met, the both Metroid games. Yeah. Um I was actually even somewhat excited about the new Kirby game and then Mario um Odyssey just cemented yeah. my my desire to get that game. So very cool. I mean, I'm going to be me, and I'm going to give them an A, because I feel like they did exactly what they needed to do. <laughs> You're such an apologist. I know. <laughs> but no, like, in, in reality, they, they, they really did. They did exactly what they needed to do, which was solidify the lineup through the end of this year mm-hmm. and then start introducing stuff for early next year. I, and, and again, I, this was all about the, this was all about the switch, mm-hmm. um, and and I feel like that's what, and they just need to they just kind of need to show people the roadmap I think for the console yeah to, and, to, and they to did make that. them to, to assure them that yes your your investment was was a good one right and I and I do think it is already off to a much a world's better start than the Wii U was yeah at at this point um in the game for that console for sure yeah so. That's it. Well, thank you guys very much for tuning in um, and for all, all the tuning in that you guys have done over our E3 stuff. We really appreciate it. And for those of you that uh, that don't know what we do, um, primarily Dense Pixels is a podcast that we do every single week. So make sure you check that out. And while you're here on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button down below as well. So you smash that like button. Yes. <laughs> But uh, that way you get all of our uh, video reviews and stuff that we have planned for down the road as well. Yeah. Carrie, thank you for coming over. Absolutely. Talking about this tonight. Thank you guys very much for watching. We will see you later. Bye.